Today's daf is daf yud in Rosh Hashanah. We are on daf tet amud bet. We are four lines from the bottom of the amud. Tanu rabanan echad anotev echad amavrich echad amarkiv erev shivit shloshim yom lefnei Rosh Hashanah al atel roshana. So if a person, whether they plant or mavrich, mavrich is where you take a, um, you bend a branch of an existing tree and you plant it into the ground and you wait for it to take a root and then eventually you actually cut it and it becomes its own tree. Uh, it's, a, it's sort of like a type of planting. The echada markiv, markiv is grafting a branch of one tree onto another tree. If you, uh, if it's 30 days before Shabi'it, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, so then it's not considered something that you uh, did within the time of uh, Shemitah. Because there's such thing as Tosefet Shavit. So you have to, the month before, you're not allowed to do that. But if you, um, if it's Pachot Shoshim Yom Rosh Hashanah, Lo Alta Rosh Hashanah, Basul Kaim Bashavit. But if you did it less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, so then it's really, take, it's happening, it's being, uh, it's taking place during the period of Tosefet Shavit. You're not allowed to do those kinds of things. And so therefore you have to uproot it, actually. You're not allowed to keep it. Now, Uperot Netiazo Asurin, Ad Tetvav Bishvat. <laughs> now this is actually what I mentioned yesterday and uh, you can see I'm not ahead in the daf of anyone else because uh, I didn't remember that it actually is mentioned like right here literally on the next daf. Um, so I, and I'm not cheating uh, I, uh, I, I, because I mentioned yesterday that even though Rosh Hashanah is important for Shenot uh, Orla, it's not the only thing. There's also two Bishvat. So the way that it works basically is that if you if you um, plant something thirty days before Rosh Hashanah, then Rosh Hashanah comes. Rosh Hashanah meaning our Rosh Hashanah, the Tishrei one. So uh, that's already considered to be in year two. In other words, what, so you planted it, let's say in Av. I'm just to make it simple, Av. So you come to Tishrei. It's also already considered to be a full year old. The plant. So now the next Tishrei comes. That's considered to be already um, the completion of its second year. Instead of the first, right? And then when it comes to the third year, um, so even though it's only actually been in the ground for two years and two months, the first two months counted as a year, then the next year counts as one year, and the following year counts as a year, it comes out to be two years and two months gets equal, or two years and one month it really could be, is equated to three years. But you still can't, um, it still has the din of whatever that year is until the following two bishvat. So meaning to say like this, the first three years are Ola. So let's say, for example, I this year um, in Av, I planted a tree. So then this, the Tishrei that just passed, it's already considered a year old, even though I only planted it uh, a month and a half before. Now, uh, next Tishrei, it will be considered to be two years old, even though maybe it's only really a year and two months old. And then the following Tishrei will be considered three years old, even though it's really only two years and two months old. But it will st- it's still Orla because it's third year, right? So even though it's now graduated its third year, you'd think it's in its fourth year now, it doesn't achieve that status until Tu Bishvat. So technically it has to be extended even a little bit further than the Tishrei um, uh, till the next Tu Bishvat. That's why it's saying... Uh, so meaning to say that the status extends. So Rashi says, In other words, once this has already taken root and you're already in year three, 
So to Bishvat is the is the new year. So So ironically, you're using the calculation of the Tishrei to make its years shorter. To say that it was in its first year, it was done with its first year after only a month, and then it was done with its second year after only uh, thirteen months, and then it was done with its uh, third year, really technically after only uh, uh, only twenty five months. But it's still going to be considered a third year tree until the following two bishvat. Anything that grows after that two bishvat, <coughs> now it's considered fourth year. Now, where do we get that from? Some, it was Rabbi Yochanan, some say it was Rabbi Yochanan. Because it has a vav there. When it talks about the three years of Ola, it says, Uva Shana Raviit. In other words, sometimes you could be in the fourth year, but it's still considered like third year. Sometimes you can be in the fifth year, and it's still considered like fourth year. What does it mean? Because since I'm saying that I graduated this tree already ahead, because I said that after a month, it became one year old. And then after another 12 months, it's two years old. And after another 12 months, now it's three years old. Okay, so technically it's three years old, completed its third year, and when I pass Tishrei for the third time, I'm already in its fourth year, yet it's still going to be considered to be in its third year with respect to Ola until Tu Bishvat, any fruit that grows in that intervening time. And with, the same would be with Netar that if I go to the next Tishrei, so now really the fourth year is completed. So you think, well, now the fourth year is completed. I don't have to worry about the issue of bringing the fruits up to uh, Yerushalayim. But it will still hold all the way to the following Tu Bishvat. Because Netar is the idea that you have to bring the fruits up the year after it graduates from Ola. After the three years of Ola, fourth year, you're allowed to eat the fruit, but only in Yerushalayim. Fifth year and on, you're allowed to eat the fruits normally. But the point is that even though the, gra- the graduation to third year and to fourth year occurs in theory on Tishrei, the status of the fruits that grow between Tishrei and Shvat are the same as the status as before Tishrei, not the post-Tishrei status. That's the chidush that they're giving. Now, lema de la Meir. So this would seem to not follow Rabbi Meir. According to Rabbi Meir, you don't need 30 days. You need one day because the Brayta had said before that 30 days before is what we consider to be taking root, that it's no longer part of Tosefet Shvi'it. But according to Rabbi Meir, one year is a year. Why does that have to be 30 days? Right, because we're talking about thirty days to define it as an uh, one year with regard to the tree going uh, for counting orla, and also with respect to the shviit issues. So it says Really, par is a three-year-old bull, but according to Rabbi Meir, once it's two years and a day, meaning basically it's second birthday. Because your second birthday, you completed two years and you're already on the first day of your third year, right? So that day would actually be for the, for that bull, it's considered to be three years old. He says you need another month to be defined as a year. So, but Rabbi Meir says that only one day extra is considered a year. So, uh, so over here also we should say that, uh, uh, you know, wh- why are we not saying that one day, in other words, according to Rabbi Meir, also one day before Tishrei should be enough for the tree to be considered in its second year, or one day before should be enough that it's considered that it's, uh, you know, that, uh, that uh, you know, the entire, that it, that it existed in the previous year. So it says, no, Shariya Rabbi Meir Omer, Kol makom shenemar egel batoastam ben shana, ben bakar, ben shtayim, par ben shalosh, because Rabbi Meir said that there are three categories. There's ben bakar, which is, 
there, there's uh, Egil, which is uh, one year, right? And there's, uh, there's uh, Ben Bakar, which is two years, meaning it's in its second year. Egil is within its first year. Ben Bakar is within its second year. And Par Ben Shalosh is three years, but, it means a fi- but that means even if it was just two years in a day, right? So why when it comes to, let's say, for instance, Orla, and when it comes to Netarifa, we're saying that it needs 30 days in the previous year in order to qualify to be that it, ca- it finished one year. Rebbe Meir should say one day. Even if I did it on Erev Rosh Hashanah, it should be enough. So it says, Afilu teima Rabbi Meir. Ki gam Rabbi Meir yom achal b'shanah chashu shanah b'sof shanah. Aval b'tchilat shanah lo. So it says, no, because Rabbi Meir will say this. When do I say one day in a year is considered a year? When you're at the end of the count. In other words, over here you have this cow or this bull was one year old and then it was two years old and now you're going into the, the last thing, the third, the third year. So one day in, I'm going to count it as the entire year. It's like mitzat yom kechulo or something like that. When you're on the, you don't say that every day of Shiva, the person gets up on the first day and says, I'm done for today because I said yom It doesn't work like that. Only the last day you say mitzat yom kechulo. Right, so Sozi's saying in the same way, first year you had to finish, second year you had to finish, third year, you're in the third year, it's enough. Or some people do that with the meat and milk, right? They say, oh, into the sixth hour is enough. So first hour, second hour, third hour, fourth, fifth hour, once I'm into the sixth hour, I'm already uh, done with the sixth hour. Some people, they have that minhag, right? Similar idea. But anyway, he says, that works over there, but here we're talking about that you're trying to create the first year with only, with only one day. You can't create the first year with only one day. If you finished the year one and year two, and now you have to have three years, and you say you created the last year with one day, okay. But to create the first year with one day, you can't do that. Right? So he says that's, so he would agree that you need 30 days for that. But the Gemara says, Amarabarava says, what do you mean? Velav kalbachomer. Kalvachomer, it should really be a Kalvachomer. Why? Because Umanida Shintchilatayom Olala Besofa Sofayom Olela Betchilata. So he says, when it comes to Nida, what he means is like this. Entchilatayom Olala Besofa. What that means is that on the seventh day of Nida, we're talking about the biblical Nida. We're not talking about. Shiva Nikim, because Shiva Nikim, technically, when you get to the seventh day in the morning, if the woman went to the mikvah and she didn't see any blood for the rest of the day, technically she's okay. It counts. We just don't do it because we don't want to have a problem where the woman sees blood later that day and uproots the, the entire tevila that she did and maybe she already engaged in activities that she shouldn't have and didn't realize retroactively now she was in Nida the whole time. But technically it would work. But with, the, but with Nida de Oraita, Part of a day doesn't do anything. With Nidad Deoraita, the full seven days is all the period of Tum'ah. So there's not one second in that time she could be Torah during that time. She has to wait till the end. So, so what it means is the, end, the beginning of the last day doesn't help you. You can't say, oh, I've got up on the seventh day and, uh, and I'm done for the seventh day. It doesn't work like that. But so fayom olala means what? Means that on the first day, now because the Torah decrees seven days, but it doesn't say that it has to be seven 24-hour periods. It says seven days. So, I mean, if she sees Nidat, let's say, on a Sunday at one o'clock in the afternoon, that day is the first day, even though it was only half a day, okay? The next day has to be a full day. Third day has to be a full day. Fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh day, because we're talking about biblical Nidat, which is a full seven days, right? So, but the first day could be partial. 
So what do you see from that? Even though at the end there's no shortcuts because she has to finish the entire seventh day and consider it nida, the first day which she only took, had half the day in nida counts for her as a whole day. She doesn't have to say, well, since the first 12 hours of that day I wasn't in nida, I'd better add on in the eighth day an extra 12 hours. It doesn't work like that. You don't have to do that. Right? So what do you see? So if that works... Right, we say that the end, she can't get any shortcut. But the beginning, she does get a kind of a shortcut because she doesn't have to make up. It counts as a full day, even though she was only tmei'ah for part of the day. So, If we see that at the end, one day counts as a full year, like Rabbi Meir is saying, that if the power... The bull is already two years old and it has one day into its third year is enough. So, shouldn't one day in the beginning count? In other words, you see that the beginning actually, we're more lenient. The beginning of something, we're usually more lenient to count less as more. Because you see that when it comes to a nidah, we allow her to count that full first day as a full day as if she had a full day of nidah, she has to have seven days, right? We allow her to count it as a full day at the beginning, but not at the end. <coughs> so then if with a bull, if at the end we allow him to count one day as a full year, we should definitely allow, when it comes to Orla, to count the plant, its first year, um, the beginning, we should give it credit for the beginning that it had, even one day prior to Rosh Hashanah, we should give it credit. In other words, the beginning is more lenient than the end. So the Gemara says, Ve'elamai, so what are we going to say then? So you're saying that we're not following here Rabbi Meir, because Rabbi Meir would say only one day is really sufficient. To count as a full year. So it can't be Rabbi Meir. So what are you going to say? It's Rabbi Elazar. Shloshim shloshim According to Rabbi Elazar, and this is what Rashi says, it means shloshim shloshim. It means you need 30 and 30. Meaning to say that you need 30 days for it to take root. Okay? And 30 days for it to count as a year. You're going to need 60 days according to Rabbi Elazar. Okay, that's Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Kol Arkava Sheina Koletet Begimel Yamim, Shuv Eino Koletet. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Shimon Omrim, Shtei Shabbatot. So what you have here is three opinions about how much time before Shemitah you're allowed to plant these things. Or you're allowed to do Notin or Mavrichin is when you take the branch and you replant it somewhere, you bend it and you plant it from another spot and then you cut it, right? Markivin is grafting. You can't do it Erev Shavit unless it's at least 30 days before. Or, <coughs> and if you did it sooner than 30 days, you have to uproot it. Rabbi Yudah says three days is enough because if it didn't catch after three days, nothing's going to happen. And according to Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Shimon, two weeks. But the point is, according to Rabbi Elazar, you have two things here. You have to have the Hashrasha, it has to take root. And then you need 30 days so in other words, if you're going with Rabbi Elazar, you have you need 60 days if you want to count towards Orla because you need 30 days that it took root. And then 30 days that it actually was a tree that could count as a year. So it's going to be 60 days from the previous year. This is the way Rashi learns the sugya. Tosfot has a different uh, way of learning the shloshim or shloshim, but it's another uh, uh, approach altogether. So we're just going to stick with Rashi for now. So that's it. He says, V'amav nachman rabba baravua, l'divrei omer, in other words, according to all of these opinions, where you need an amount of time for it to become uh, embedded, for it to become, for it to take root, so uh, in all of these cases, the reference is 
that you need not only the shloshim, but shloshim v'shloshim. In other words, what you need is 30 days for it to take root, plus 30 days for it to be present, for it to be existing and growing during that time. Or you need two weeks plus 30 days for it to have been present during that time. In other words, they're not saying that uh, you do this immediately before the time limit. They're saying, they're not saying 30 days immediately before the Shemitah. They're saying 30 days plus, they're saying two weeks plus the 30 days after that, that it would have, that it would be growing prior to Shemitah. Or, or the three days that it took root plus the 30 days. Or the 30 days plus the 30 days. So what he's saying is that in all these cases, it's really 60 days according to Rabbi Elazar that you would need. And that's definitely not going to work with what we've said up till now. Right? So therefore what? So, uh, so if you're going to say, um, in other words, if we're going to say, uh, Rabbi Yehuda, so then again, you're going to need, you're going to need 33. So in other words, it's not going to work. It's, you're going to make things worse. You went from the frying pan into the fire because you thought that you were showing that we don't follow Rabbi Meir. Once you don't follow Rabbi Meir, so what are you going to follow? Rabbi Elazar? Or you're going to follow Rabbi Yossi? Or you're going to follow, uh, uh, um, you're going to follow Rabbi Yehuda? So that's going to actually be more. 33 days or 60 days, right? Or, uh, or it's going to be 30 days plus the two weeks, right? Uh, 44 days, right? In any case, it's going to be much more than the 30 days that you're talking about. So maybe we should just go back to Rabbi Meir after all. Right, so we're going to go back to him and we're going to say, you know what? The olam, ela le olam rabbi meir. Okay? That the point is we really do follow rabbi meir. And even though rabbi meir holds yom echad b'shana chashuv shana, that one day in a year counts as a full year. So technically, the Erev Rosh Hashanah would be enough for that tree to have existed on Erev Rosh Hashanah for it to be considered a year old when... Rosh Hashanah begins, the new Rosh Hashanah begins, yet you still need 30 days before that, Liklita. even Rabbi Meir would agree, you needed 30 days because it needed to take root, even though only one day was necessary for it to exist, it needed 30 days to take root. Then why doesn't it say 31 days? Because he's going to get two, it's, it's uh, two for the price of one. In other words, he says that the, it takes 30 days for it to take root. And that 30th day that it has fully taken root is enough to qualify that it was in existence for one day prior to Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, when Rosh Hashanah clicks in, it's already on year two, according to Rabbi Meir. But it will require 30 days, not because Shloshim, Shan, Shloshim Yom is necessary to make a year, Really, only one day is necessary to make a full year, according to Rebbe Meir. But what you need is those 30 days for the hashrasha, for the taking root to take place. And then the last day is the one day that it existed after having taken root on that 30th day. It also existed on the 30th day. The existence is enough for it to count as a full year, according to Rebbe Meir. Now, Avam Rabbi Yochanan said, Ushneen Echad Both of them learned from one pasuk, Vayibachad v'shesh me'ot shana. This is at the end of the Mabul. It says, in the 601st year, on the first month, the first of the month, Rabbi Meir Savar, You see that it's saying it's already the 601st year, right? And it's telling you that it is the first month, right? It says it's Barishon, Bechad Chodesh. First month and first of the month, 
and yet it's saying you're in the 601st year, so that must mean that even one day is considered like a year. If the word achat was next to the word year, you'd be right. But but it says in in the one and six hundredth year, when it says shana, it means only the six hundred. It means we're at the beginning of the six hundred and first year. It doesn't mean to tell you that that one day into the new year counts as a year. It's telling you that you're in the 600th year and you've gone the first day into the next year. But not that that one day is considered a year on its own. What does Rabbi Elazar learn? That it's 30 days, a month has to be there to count as a year. It says on the first, in the first month, on the first of the month. Right? Again, he's quoting the same pasuk. Right? It's only one day into the month and yet it calls it a month. We learn from that 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 really one day one day into the month is counted like a month. It's like one of those bad subscriptions where if you forget to, to cancel the subscription it goes in one day into the month and boom, you have to pay for the whole month. Doesn't matter, right? So it says, In other words, what it's saying is, according, they both learn from this pasuk in, uh, in this case of Noah, that according to, uh, according to Rabbi Meir, the fact that it says that it's one day into that new year and that it's already calling it the 601st year, that means that the whole day, if the, if the world ended on that day, it would be considered 601 years old. Okay, according to Rabbi, Rabbi Elazar, no, it's saying we're starting the 601st year, but it wouldn't be considered a year in and of itself from having that day. But from the fact that it says, meaning from the fact that it says on the first day of the month, that uh, the, the implication is that one day is already considered like the month. And, and because a month is made out of a number of days. And so a year is made out of a number of months. In other words, each thing is made out of a building blocks. So just like you see that one day into the month is considered like a month already, okay? So too, one month into the year, since a year is made up of units of month, so one month into the year will be considered like an entire year halachically. So that's the machloka between the two of them. Rabbi Meir is basically saying the, sl- the smallest unit possible is a day, and so even one day, we can already consider that you entered into that year and as a status of that year, okay? You were present on that year, so you get credit for that year, right? However, according to Rabbi Elazar, it has to be one of the, the building block of the larger unit to count. So when it comes to a month, it's true that one day into the month is considered like you were present in that month because the frame of reference of day is month. It's part of a month. But the frame of reference of year is not day. The frame of reference of, of year in the calendar is month. So therefore, you need a whole month unit in order to qualify that you are present in that year. And therefore, it would be 30 days of the year. So it turns out halachically that Rabbi Meir is closer to what we said because 30 days is necessary in order to establish the presence of the tree. But according to Rabbi Lazar, you'd actually need 60 days because it would first have to take root. But the Gemara is then going to go on to a lot of drashot about Nisan, Tishrei, when was the world created and so on. Really, really interesting, fun Gemara. So Bezrat Hashem, that will be for tomorrow's daf.